You already know what it is. It's your boy Calvin Light, and it's time to pay these bills. If you haven't heard of Anchor by Spotify, well, let me tell you, it's the easiest way for you to make your very own podcast. Everything you need in one place, let me explain. It's got all the tools for you to do your own podcast right from your phone, or you can get a little fancy on your computer. Anchor also distributes your podcast on all platforms, everywhere from Spotify, Apple Podcasting, and so many other places. And it has all the tools in one place. And guess what? It's totally free. So what do you got to do? Go to your app store, find Anchor app. That's A-N-C-H-O-R, Anchor app. Download and get your voice out there. Or you can go to anchor.fm and get started today. Get your voice out there. Be heard. Chill. They be like, what it be like? Like, you already know what it is. This is your boy, Calvin Light My Way, and this is Cutting the Noise, Growing Through Conversation. And today, I got a special guest, one of my oldest friends, first cousin, one of my first babysitters, <laughs> a wonderful woman I know is affectionately Clue, but to the world, to you today, she's a business owner, a success coach, a mother, a great woman of God. And she is a life coach. Am I correct? Yeah. All right. And her name is Luciana Barksdale. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with you, cuz? Nothing. Thank you for having me on today. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, say, I know there's a lot going on with you now. Don't yeah. say nothing. Well, you, there's a lot going on. Right. You know, you, you take, um, taking things day by day, uh-huh. you know, working on my life coaching. Um, about three years ago, I started a mentoring group called our care right and our care stands for inspiring change and aiming to rebuild empowerment and the purpose of me starting um this mentoring group is because i was seeing a lot of homeless people mm. without and i was seeing a lot of women that were struggling with um interview ready clothing right right so i started um collecting interview ready clothing for individuals that needed to go out right and you know interview for a job but didn't have the clothing to dress appropriately. So I started collecting clothing and it just went from there. It just flew. I had a trunk full of hygiene products, right. clothing and so much stuff. So I was like, at one point I gotta get rid of this stuff. Right, right, right. So I went to um, Fayetteville and I just parked my trunk. I went to a spot where the homeless frequently right. hung out and I just parked my trunk. Now, ironically, and it was, it was surprising to me that those individuals didn't want the clothing. Mm. They just wanted the hygiene products. Right. And and one of the homeless individuals stated to me that we have nowhere to house these clothes. Ah. So, you know, I then started collecting more hygiene products and right. clothing at that time because they needed that more than right. something on their back. They had clothes on their back, but they could, that's all they needed was what was on their back. Mm. Yeah. It, what, what, what I like about what you said you saw a a need, and then you got to work. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we have uh, people in our community, and you know, family we get together, and a lot of a lot of ideas get thrown around, and nobody really puts foot the pavement and really gets to work. Mm-hmm. And, and and I commend you for that because that is a great need. And you think about it, whenever we're we're young, and you know, we didn't come from the greatest, but we had more than most. Um, you know, you go into an interview and you dress correctly, like that goes a long way. Cause, cause, cause if you that first impression means everything. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm glad you stated about first impression because mm. earlier today I was writing about introduction uh-huh. and how you carry yourself and how you introduce yourself to individuals. Right. You know that goes a long way because people see you know this person today and I introduce myself as this kind-hearted person and you know sometimes people take and you know they pretty much grab a hold of your weakness because mm. you introduce that kind person right then you know and then they take control of your heart mm. and step on it so that was something that i was writing on today about introduction and right. sometimes we need to reintroduce ourselves to Ooh. people that we already know you know you have to remind people of who you are right right because you know, some people have a perception of what they think you are right
<laughs> you is that you are, but you have to remind people. So constantly, I try to reintroduce myself to those people that have known me forty plus years. Right. Because I need to let them know that who you think I am. That ain't me no more. That ain't me no more. And that that's I I love the way you said that because that's that leads right into what I wanted to talk about is growth. Because a lot of times in life, people look at us and they see who we used to be. Or they see a version of us that makes them comfortable with where they are. And they are, <laughs> I don't want to put words in people's mouths, but they put mine in theirs. Uh, <laughs> but it seems to be that they, they want to put you in a position of weakness, so to be, to make them feel stronger. Um, and what's that? I, I don't have what's that? The credentials. I have the life experience that shows me that when you allow a person to paint you as a picture or paint you one way, and you accept it, you will always be that thing. Uh, so that reintroduction that is beautiful. What what how what what made you what made that come to your mind? Um. So about again three years ago. Mm -hmm. Have been being invited to speak amongst women, mm -hmm. and you know, as every new year, I come up with a theme for myself. Right. And I noticed that the past two years at that time, I was doing something with introductions. Mm. You know, and this year I was, I mean, that particular year I was like reintroduction mm -hmm. because the things that you go through in your past and the places that you trotted along the way. People seem to think that that's who you are, that's where you stayed, and you can't go from that spot. Right. So that's why I came up with it's time to reintroduce myself who mm. I am now. You know, I've been, I am a mother, mm -hmm. I've been a wife. Right. You know, I've been a business owner of multiple businesses and still is a business owner. But, you know, people seem tend to put you in that place that they left you at. Mm. And you got to realize, and they have to realize that where you left me at, I'm no longer there. Right. You're preaching right now, <laughs> but you're preaching right now. <laughs> Okay, but um, wh how how would you how would you introduce yourself today? How what would be your first impression, or what would you like your first impression to be for someone that's first meeting you today? Okay, the the woman I am today, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to self-entitle myself as healed, mm. and the reason why I say healed is because I let a lot of stuff from my past. Um, traumatized me. Right. And with that trauma, I held on to anger. Mm. I held on to a lot of hurt. And I um, pretty much blamed everybody in my circle that didn't protect me right. at those times. I blamed those people for my hurt. And I had to forgive. Mm. And I tell a lot of my, e my mentees that in order for you not to have a toxic future, you got to heal your past. <laughs> and so... I just went on a healing journey, and I've been on a healing journey for now for about five years. Mm -hmm. It's not always perfect, oh, and no. it gets tough sometimes, but you got to let go, and you got to forgive those that hurt you, and you're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for yourself, Right. and so I realized that now is the time that I need to let go of all the trauma and the hurt that I went through because I'm not that person anymore. I'm not that little girl anymore. Right. I'm not that young lady anymore. I'm a grown 47-year-old woman, and I am trying to make it to another level in my life mm. spiritually. Right. And I can't hold on to that hurt. So this this time in my life, I am healed, mm. and, and, and I'm just on a healing process. All right, so when, when you say healed, for, for, for the broken little girl, uh, that or it may be a 30, 40-year-old woman right now, but she's still in the position of that being that hurt girl or hurt young man. What would you say the, f the first step should be on that process of healing? The first step or pro the on the process of healing is first you got to look at yourself. Mm -hmm. You got to realize who I am and who I want to be. Mm. And then you got to let go of all the hurt or all the um, anger that you had for those people from your past. Right. So you got to forgive. Mm. So taking a look in the mirror at yourself and affirming to yourself who you are and who you are destined to be and forgiving those people that hurt you or cause you that trauma is your first two steps. Right, right. And then after you have done that, then everything else will follow. It'll follow suit. So forgive the past and recognize who you want to be. Mm -hmm. And basically you need to write down everything that you want for your future. Right. And you got to check them off. Check off everything that you want to do. As you um, complete each challenge, just check it off. Okay. So so the first step uh, 
I'm 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 kind of an interpreter. <laughs> I'm kind of an interpreter. But um, would you say the first step would be self-evaluation? Absolutely. Self-evaluation, and then from self-evaluation, um, we gotta address what a hurt is. Absolutely. So it's okay. It's kind of like um, when you when you when grandbaby or your baby outside and they bump that knee, mm-hmm. we got we gotta assist the situation. Absolutely. We gotta we gotta. We got to find out where that scar is, where the boo-boo is. We might see the blood. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we see the blood or, or, or the remnant of the pain. We see the signs of the pain, mm-hmm. uh, which may be attitude. It may be stresses. It may be uh, heartbreak or failed uh, relationships, et cetera, et cetera, right? But we, if we don't address what a hurt is, mm-hmm. what a break in the bone is, um, we can't get it. Um, so after we self 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 evaluation or assessment, uh, what are some I'm say tips, resources, or um, ideas? Co- my personal one I say is when dealing with hurt mm-hmm. is therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm finding somebody uh, professional mm-hmm. that you can talk to. Uh, because a lot of times we ain't equipped to deal with really what's going on, um, and it's 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 sad because in our community, especially therapy, help, um, even medication, mm-hmm. is looked at as it's it's such a stigma behind it mm-hmm. that people don't reach out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what would you say would be a good resource or steps to go on uh, as far as assessing or getting that? that band-aid put on or that that break healed exactly and and i'm glad you mentioned band-aid because i wanted to say that that's one thing that we don't realize as women we put a band-aid on anything and you know you can't heal something because it's not getting ill Mm. and it needs to heal and that's that's how we say life that's how we go through life we can't keep covering stuff up and putting a band-aid on it but um therapy is the key Mm. um like you said you know um professional professional help and we have like local LMEs that do help uh, for free, mm-hmm. and so basically therapy is the number one key to healing. Right. Um, and just talk to someone. Just find someone that you can talk to mm. that you trust. That's not gonna you know put your business out there in the street because everybody needs somebody to talk exactly. to. Exactly. And that's one place that depression lies the most is in a dark room. And when we're going through mm. things. We go in our room and we, you know, cut the lights off or cut the TV off and we just lay there and you think, how are you in that thinking process that causes more harm to you right. than you going out here just simply talking to somebody. Right. So seek help, get therapy, and um, sometimes your therapist, you seeing from your therapist is therapy for them also because most of the time our therapists get into that position is because they need to heal as well. Uh-huh. And um, I, have, I needed to speak with a therapist at one point in my life where I'm in her office paying her my money for hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm over her head. You right, know, she right. She talking about some things that she had went through, you know, some things that I went through she can um, sympathize with me. And we begin to heal each other. Right. So, you know, it's therapy is not always for mm. when a person is just talking to your therapist. Right. Therapy is the key. That, that conversation. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times with, uh, a lot of times with conversation in general, mm-hmm. I find that a lot of people don't know how to have conversation. Right. A lot of people listen to reply mm-hmm. instead of listening to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because when like 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 with a child right if a child comes to us or came to the generation before us or et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. a lot of times a child is just told to be quiet just hook, stay in your place i ain't want to hear that you know be quiet mm-hmm. sit that that don't want to hear it. and a child go to their own devices and a child left to their own devices left to figure it out mm-hmm. when there's a resource mm-hmm. in the home or in the family that can give them the keys to success it's sad it's man. sad it's sad and, and and in our our black community we mm-hmm. don't have enough brown skin therapists mm-hmm. and we don't have anybody to go to professionally right 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 a lot of us don't take that profession but i like what you mentioned about in the home you know coming up you know some of the older 
um, women were paying the little girls what goes on in this household. Oh my God! And you know, so many black women have hidden like sexual abuse, absolutely different things that was going on in the home. Right. They was taught what goes on here stays stays here. Hold on one second. But what happens in this house stays in this house. That is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard. I remember I remember that being touted like so much like coming up and you hearing it and but when you really think about it, that is the worst advice you can possibly put on a child. Uh because what if I'm being hurt in this house? What if I'm I'm catching pain? What if mama's being hurt? What what if <laughs> what if somebody's coming in from the outside and messing up something mm-hmm. and I can't I can't call for help mm-hmm. like that that mental disconnect a- and there's a lot of little verbiage like that that um, I feel mentally cripples us mm-hmm. as people um, uh, you know even when it comes to like law enforcement or understanding like stuff with police and like these. These statements are made to make us seem so Mm self-sufficient that we run from the help that we need the most. That's right. That's right. But I I, I can't stand it. I remember when when Jay was born, my son, Mm -hmm. when when he was born, me and my wife, we were talking, and I told her, I said, one thing we can't teach is what happened in this house, stay in this house. Because... What if I lose my damn mind? Mm-hmm. What if I'm crazy? Mm-hmm. Don't you want help? Right. You know, what if our kid is being hurt and, 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 and it's coming from here? Mm-hmm. We can't build that consciousness of uh, uh, of of fear, uh, of a fear of being exposed or being looked at as something wrong when it's only right. When you see the signs of blood, when you see the signs of pain, that you find where that break is and you address it, that first step. Girl, you goofy. Um, now what I want to go to next uh, is what do you think about uh, growth? Like when when it comes to growth, what are some of the things that you would tell your younger self to get? to where you are now what tips will you give your younger self when it comes to growth well to be honest um, I have always had a negative perception of myself Mm -hmm. because in school the pretty girl was always the ugly girl Mm. and I have always allowed myself to be the ugly girl Mm. physically and emotionally because I didn't want anyone to think I was pretty. Right. And whenever I walk into a room, you know, I can hear whispers and she thinks she's pretty. So I have always shied away from having a personality Mm -hmm. because I didn't want anybody to think that Mm -hmm. I was trying to be pretty. Right. And as I got older, I realized that, you know, I am who I am, you know, and and how I, I walk or how I talk or how I dress has nothing to do with me trying to be pretty. It has everything to do with how I feel about myself mm. and who I am trying to be within. Right, right, right. Um, as older me, I would tell younger me to basically just go with the flow, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Because for so long, I did what other people wanted to, right. to do in order to be happy. Oh, man. It, com- it, it really destroyed me. Mm-hmm. It destroyed me as a person. It destroyed me as a woman. And I am just now freshly, you know, in my 40s trying to become um, an individual. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to become a better girl. I'm trying to become a teenager. And I'm trying to become a woman. Right. All within the age of 40 because that's something I didn't have as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And um, I have this thing I call the butterfly dove dolphin effect. Mm-hmm. You know, the butterfly is transformation. And the dove is purity. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the dolphin is just going with the flow. So that was one of my goals to get a tattoo of each because I wanted to, you know, represent each one of those. Right. I have transformed into something more pure, pure excuse me, pure than what I was. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going with the flow. Mm. 
So just go with the flow. Whatever you feel like you want to do for yourself that makes you feel good, just go with mm. it. I like that. I like that. That transformation. Uh, and, and, and when you say transformation, this is just me. I told y'all I'm not terrible. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's not even, I'm not saying this is what you're saying. I'm just, this is just my interpretation. Like transforming into a more pure version of your of, of, of oneself, but transforming into a more authentic version of oneself. Because many times we have these ideas mm-hmm. or identities that were forced upon us or that we accepted from others. But as we grow, we understand exactly who we are. And we become more authentic. So the next version of said self is that much more authentic. It's just just more real, you know. Um, I, I, I said, um, it was probably about a year ago I was at work, and some guys were talking. And I said, I feel like I've lived multiple lifetimes in this life. Because looking back, that four to seven year old kid was completely different from that 10 year old Mm -hmm. that 13 year old was different from that 10 year old Mm -hmm. you know and then when you get up into your teen years you think you you know everything then Mm -hmm. you you think you know everything then (laughs) you know and 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 it's a it's an effect and and a lot of times in life we feel like the magical age of 18 we grown we still figuring it out we're still growing and transforming and and ideas and identity uh, and knowing of oneself is that much greater mm-hmm. when like, like you can you can be exposed to an idea mm-hmm. and change everything right. your, your your complete outlook on life your your paradigm when you still and you hear it or it's you see it, mm-hmm. everything can change for you. Mm-hmm. You can become a new person. Right. You know, not 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 trying to be you know metaphysical or um, you know speaking as if I'm talking about transitioning, you know, from one identity of being, but really. Your mind, your look, your stance, the way you feel about yourself, the way you present, the way you stand, the confidence that one speaks from, right. the, the the knowing. Because sometimes we, we can, uh, and use religion, for example, mm-hmm. last podcast was about uh, spiritual foundation, check it out. Um, <laughs> but uh, with religion, a lot of times we, we find ourselves in a place mm-hmm. where we believe. We have faith in, in hope for, mm-hmm. but at some point, however many years it take, mm-hmm. at some point you got to grow from believing in a thing mm-hmm. to knowing in a thing. Right. Because once you know, I don't care what book somebody bring out, mm-hmm. I don't care what what you know the letter J won't created 500 years ago, his name can't be Jesus. You know, <laughs> what what idea or what some you know what someone brings up right. can never shake you from what you know. That's right. Because from your life experience, from what you went through, from the pain, the heartache, when it, whatever God done for you, mm-hmm. that testimony, mm-hmm. nobody can wipe that away. Right. That's right. And that confidence, I I, th- I bring that back to the confidence in growing mm-hmm. and knowing oneself. Nobody can take that away from you when you stand in strength That's right. from knowing. That's right. That's right. And and one thing I want to mention to about religion is, you know, it's oftentimes whenever I do talk to my mentees, I try to meet them where they are. Right. Because most of the time, you know, you're depressed, you're down, and you've tried everything, even prayer, and you just feel like it didn't work. Mm. And we are going to the same people, the same individuals that tell us, that God don't hear sinners prayer mm. or you know you can't you can't pray because you know Jesus don't listen so how, how are you going to tell my broken self mm. my my and I'm still I'm a seven 
and broken, how are you going to tell me to pray about it? Mm. So people people stray away from going to spiritual individuals mm. for uh, therapy because you telling this individual to pray about it. These folk have lost hope. They have lost direction. We could pray for them. We could pray with them. But you also got to feed them something yeah. that they can hold on to. Something more um, tangible. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, you know, like I said, you know, you can't tell a person. It's just like straddling the fence and being one-sided. You can't tell this person to go over there and pray, and you're going to teach them all these 20, 30 <laughs> years of life that God don't hear from his prayer. Right. So, you know, what are they supposed to believe? And, and, and see, that's – we might go down a rabbit hole. So if we go – just pull me back, okay? Because I, I could get long-winded. I edit the mess out of this thing. But <laughs> but no, okay. I'm going to, Lord, bring me back. Okay, so with religion, I'm going to say it like this. With the understanding of religion and how it's presented from in our community, I'm going to just speak of that. Okay. I'm speaking off experience from what I know. I'm not talking about every church. Right. I'm not talking about every preacher. But mm-hmm. we know. Now, there's been so many ideologies mm-hmm. that have been tossed around as if it's theology mm-hmm. and biblical truth that is nothing more than bullshit. Simply put, Okay, there's been these these ideas about God not hearing sinners' prayers. Mm-hmm. There's been I, I tell you I can get long winded now, but we we gonna stay on that one about God can't hear a sinners' prayer, right? Right. When the Bible says itself mm-hmm. that we all fall short. Mm-hmm. Okay, that we all are sinners. And in Psalms, it says, our righteousness, mm-hmm. our righteousness, that's our best, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a filthy rag. And if you break down to the Hebrew and go to what that filthy rag was, it was a menstrual rag. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. That's our best. So to tell a person that is heartbroken, mm-hmm. that is shattered, that needs to be healed, is mentally crippling. Mm-hmm. And it's simply because I'm, I'm going to say it's simple because these cats just want the control. Right. The, these, these folks just want you to come to them for everything. That they, they, They're the end all be all. They're your connection. I'm your lifeline to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Come see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bring your pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Um, when truth of the matter is God can fix it all. Mm-hmm. But what God does more times than not, go to the scripture, more times than not is he will send somebody to help you. Right. He will send a physical vessel, mm-hmm. something tangible, mm-hmm. someone that can be a shoulder to cry on, someone to lean on, someone that went through the exact same thing mm-hmm. that you went through. Why? Because you can relate to that person. You can see them. And when people tell you that God can't do it and you ain't going to hear and this and that, you're hurting folks, man. They're hurting folks. And we, as believers, I even call us new age believers or we, we, we woke or <laughs> however folks want to address it but we have to fix it through our conversation because we have to address the bull crap you know the, 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 the worst thing that we can do about the elephant in the room is not address it because that elephant is going to stomp around and crush everybody in this room because we ain't talking about the situation why not step to the problem why I say this a lot. I love conflict. Yeah. I love conflict. <laughs> I enjoy when someone comes to me 
and they feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be good or bad or indifferent. Right. When they come and they have a grievance or something that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Because if you agree with everything I say, mm-hmm. the conversation ain't worth a damn. I am not going to learn nothing. You're not going to learn nothing. We're not going to get better. There's not going to be any change. I love conflict because through conflict, change is made every time. The best thing that could happen is someone can bring up something that you don't agree with. Mm -hmm. Because from that point, if you're uh, an intelligent individual, I say it like that, you can listen. And you can reply logically with a different in view. And from that different in view, they can reply Mm -hmm. and you can listen. Mm -hmm. Now, but once we start yelling, and things get emotional, we learn nothing. Learning stops. But if there's conflict, we can have a discussion and it can be changed. It can be fixed. There can be a understanding, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you would never get understanding without conflict. Right. And, and you know, I had a friend that called me personally mm-hmm. that I will talk to often about my problems, and I don't care what I went through, what I said. She always agreed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I sat back one day and I thought about, you know, I don't be someone that's going to agree with everything right. I say. Whenever I'm coming to you to talk to you about situations or things that I'm going through, I need for you to, you know, give me your opinion or have, you Excuse know, me. a different side mm-hmm. of um, opinion than what I'm saying. Because right. If you're going to, like you said, if you're going to agree with everything that I say, then, you know, there's we nothing. We ain't doing nothing. And, so, and then sometimes I just let people sit and talk. And by the end of the conversation, they talk their way through mm-hmm. their own problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. But um, you can't, you're, you're right, you can't agree with everything. No. And and through, I love the word conflict. Through because because I I rabbit hole. Through the word conflict, people get so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You might look back. You might be like, "Oh, yeah, he love conflict." You might look at your body language, but for real, like people when they hear like like conflict, it's because we have this idea in life that every that everything should be peaceful and perfect, and that peace and perfect, you know that the idea of a peaceful conversation or banter means that there is no disagreement Mm -hmm. and that's not realistic you know like the the one one thing i can say about me i think i was shaped a lot by my dad Mm -hmm. and my dad would listen he let you talk Tell all your little drama, what's going on, your ups and downs, mm-hmm. and they did this and that, and did it, and he'll listen, and then he'll ask a question, and you be like, "Dang, I ain't think about it like that," you know, like because a lot of the, and and it's it's it doesn't have to be like a, a certain question or anything, but it's just a question. Well, what what happened before that, mm-hmm. or why did? X and Y happen, or because I don't want to just, I'm not just going to assume that you're right because you came to me first, mm-hmm. you know, and there is always multiple sides of story. It's his side, their side, and then the truth. That's right. That's right. And even whenever I tell stories or situations, I might come to my mom's or talking to somebody mm-hmm. and he's like oh man and then you, you feel like oh they were wrong like hold up I don't know if they were wrong listen I still got some more information <laughs> you know I might have I might have came off wrong <laughs> you know I got a little attitude I can get I'm, I'm strong minded too and, and and I try to and, and people they, they have a problem with the term playing devil's advocate okay. um, but I I like saying that too because I want to show or at least listen or bring up the possibility of the other side. Mm-hmm. What's the other side of the argument? Mm-hmm. Because I could be wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If if I can't be honest with myself to say that, hey, I'm a human, mm-hmm. I, I've got some growing. I, I've done some growing. 
but I'm not done growing. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and, and I've been through some things and I've seen things and I've had ideas and, you know, thoughts that I've, I've, I felt were super solid. And when I'm brought with more information or looking at it from the other side, I'm saying, could it? I might be wrong. You know, and like that internal conflict mm -hmm. is what I think people are more afraid of. Right, right. And, yeah. And people, they don't like to take fault in anything. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, speaking with dad, one thing that I learned. You might have to bring your mic up a little bit. Okay. One thing that I learned from your father and helped me out with my own children mm -hmm. is he, he used to tell me that him and his siblings would argue. But whenever it was done, it was done. That's it. You know, we're going to argue today. It's over with. We cool tomorrow. Right. So, you know, that's one thing that I really admired um, about him. And, yes, I do see a lot of you. You know, <laughs> <and> you. <laughs> I was like, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's funny because, you know, people, you know, when you're out with your kids, oh, you sure look just like him. That joke better look like me. <laughs> it better not look like nobody else. <laughs> Who he's supposed to look like. <laughs> He look like the garbage man. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but, yeah. but no, it's I, I appreciate that because, mm -hmm. but um, but but in all reality, is 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 many times that people they don't they don't want to be wrong. Yeah. That that's a fear. It's the 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 fear of of being out on a ledge and being proven wrong in front of people, when the truth of the matter is. We're always in front of people. Yeah. You know, the 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 time of social media has has played our minds into feeling that we got to be right and we got to be on this big platform mm -hmm. and we got to share our opinion about this and that and that and this. When truth of the matter is, when it comes to all these political conversations, mm -hmm. um, we talking about sex and ideologies and the truth of the matter is, people don't give a damn what you're doing in your house. They don't care. Right. That's your business. Right. At, at the end of the day, that's your business. As long as you ain't hurt nobody or you ain't hurt no kids, don't nobody really care. Right. Mind your business. Because right. I'm minding mine. Right. But <laughs> but we feel like society feels that. I don't feel it. I'm preaching sure you don't either. Right. Um, society feels like it has to put um, these ideas on everybody. Mm -hmm. And everybody has to see the world the exact same. And everybody has to accept this, they have to accept that. And that's when you get this radicalization of thought mm -hmm. where your idea or your view on a matter makes you a bad person. Right. You know, and and playing devil's advocate, mm -hmm. we all may at some time look at somebody and be like, Oh, because of their idea, I don't like that person. Mm -hmm. I ain't studying him. Yeah. I ain't studying her. You know, she she think this or that, or he thinks this or that, right. and I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm not saying that it's right. But what I'm saying is, by doing so, we limit our own thinking mm -hmm. because we're not allowing that conflict, that conversation to occur where we can actually learn. Right. If that makes sense. Right. Right. But um. What what do you think about the idea of pruning your life, like pruning in your life? Um, I'm ex I'm explain it before, mm -hmm. not not for you. I know you got, but for the listeners, uh, with a tree, we have a tree that that it may grow, and it may be growing incorrectly. Mm -hmm. It it may have been tied too tight to a post whenever it was growing up, and the branches may be growing crooked. Some branches may be crossed where they're growing into each other. Trees may be too close to one another where actual tree roots are crashing on one another and trees are, are just getting twisted and turned, right? Mm -hmm. But the process of pruning a tree is like when they, when they come in and they cut these bad branches off so that the healthy ones can grow stronger mm -hmm. so that the light can reach the root so that the 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 limbs can spread wider, mm -hmm. and so that it can produce more fruit, i.e., more seeds, and even more growth. Mm -hmm. That's the picture of pruning. 
But in life, pruning is essential for us as people. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on pruning in social settings like people? Mm. <laughs> I guess <laughs> uh, that's going to be kind of like a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have what I like to say mm-hmm. is a gift of discernment. Right. And so in in social settings, I have noticed a lot of people are in um, a different reality. And when mm. I say a different reality is, you know, we could be sitting at a table mm. in a restaurant and all sorts of things are going on. But one person will see it as um, hate or discomfort or, you know, I'll, I'll use this as an example. I'm in a sisterhood. And I went out, and um, and I don't mind sharing this. Right, right, right. <laughs> I went out. We went out for a dinner, and some new people came into the um, the the sisterhood or whatever. And when it was time to take pictures, everybody that's been in the sisterhood was like, "We only want the people in the sisterhood to take pictures." Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, what are you showing these new people that came over? Mm. What are you telling these new people about your your sisterhood? something that's supposed to be connected with synergy and, and you know it in all types of positive energy right but you're saying we're going to take a picture but you can't come in mm. so whenever you're in a setting mm-hmm. and, and, and and you're trying to have something positive you've got to include everybody and you've got to have togetherness and if you want this thing to grow in a positive way then you're going to have to put out positivity. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to invite those people in with the same type of energy because if you have one person over here that performs hate mm-hmm. and, 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 and um, always showing up all types of negativity, right. then it's not going to grow. It's nothing is going to grow, and you got to bring people together. And everybody else has different feelings or, or thinking on different levels. You know, and it's good, like you said, always to have a different opinion. But when you're trying to build a sisterhood or, or, or a manhood or whatever you mm-hmm. got going on in your life, you can't have the negative energy. Right. So you got to lean out the bad. Okay. Lean out the bad and then let, let the, the good grow together. Right. And it's one thing that I, I was speaking one time about um, the same type of situation. And it, I took an example of a peach. You know, mm-hmm. a peach goes through a process, a planting process. You know, it goes through a growth, and it's on a tree. And when it gets on the tree, you got birds pecking at it, you got insects pecking mm-hmm. at it, and it's dirty. But whenever it goes through that hard press, that hard wash, it's clean, but it's still a dirty fruit. Mm-hmm. Until you start peeling back those layers, mm-hmm. peeling back those layers and seeing fresh fruit, that's whenever it becomes a clean fruit. Mm-hmm. And then when you get down to that seed, the core of the fruit, it can be replanted. That's regrowth. So you got to peel back some layers in your life whenever you're in any type of social settings or any anything that you're going through in life. You got to peel back some layers. Get that old stuff off of you right. until you get down to the core. And when you get, that, get down to the core, replant it. Mm. Replant some things that has caused you disorder, that's, that's, that scarred you. Replant it and let it grow to newness. Now you preach. Now, I love that on so many different levels because if you were talking, I'm going to be honest. Because that's just who I am. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. I was like, she ain't answering my question. But but you, you, you big cuz. You big cuz. She had to go down that rabbit hole and she, she, put, she brought it all together. It was, it was picture perfect. I know how people feel when I talk. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and look, I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you mm-hmm. like you see you you see me you see me you see me processing. I'm like, go ahead, okay. Like, mm. Okay, okay. Now she got okay, okay. Nah, I like that. No, because because what you did, you took me through a vi- you painted a picture. You you visually walked me down the road. You gave me a scenario. Then you gave me the peach. And you brought brought it all full circle, because what what you said without 
interpreting. What you said without saying it was they some negative ass people in this group. You know, uh, <laughs> they they some people in this group that wanted to be just about them and just about they circle, just about uh, who want like nah, uh, not y'all. I don't know you like that, right? <laughs> right? And what has to happen, or probably already in process, or has happened? These bad apples or bad peaches, mm-hmm. boop, had to be plucked, mm-hmm. and that's the pruning. And I say, as a man, I'm very direct. <laughs> I say, bro, you got to go. But no, it, it's it's beautiful because the 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 the, the process, the cleansing. You show not only the group effort of the whole tree and with the peach, but you show the individual. Because in the peach itself, that individual fruit, that you, that me, is they some old stuff on me. Mm-hmm. They some old stuff on us that has to be taken away right. and peeled back. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I pride myself on as an individual is the fact that I know exactly who I am mm-hmm. and I know my faults. Right up front, I'm probably gonna hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. If we talk long enough, I'm probably gonna say something that's gonna, oh, that you, you kind of hurt me right there. But I don't do it out of uh, out of spite or trying to hurt. I used to, mm-hmm. I used to want to hurt people's feelings. Okay. I, I was, I was just like that. I was, a, I was not a great person. Um, but growth, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but growth. Right. Um, and, and as a as a young man. I like conflict for another reason, mm. but as a man, as a father, as a husband, right. um, the the knowing of myself is I know that the way I respond at times mm-hmm. may hurt a person that's not used to that level of communication mm-hmm. and not saying that I'm speaking on some other level or <laughs> I'm some kind of Avenger, right. but it's different. And we're all different. But I know that if I say something, it might come off snappy or it might be like, whoa, that's a little aggressive. Mm -hmm. But to me, where I was raised, the way I was taught to crack jokes, (laughs) um, I got to prepare folks for that. Mm -hmm. And I got to be able to go back to a person and say, hey, if that may have offended you, I didn't mean it like that. That's that's that pulling back that skin of that peach, right. and I'm seeing the freshness because by doing so, by pruning oneself, mm-hmm. you can address and you can see in others that same negative trait mm-hmm. or traits that you may have found in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, one one thing I hear from a pastor, he said, if you listen to a sermon and you always think of other people mm-hmm. that are being that evil spirit, that mm-hmm. Jezebel, mm-hmm. that that you know that that negative, and you're always seeing other people. You need to check yourself, right, right. because what sermons like that are meant for is for self evaluation. Mm-hmm. For for us to look at ourselves mm-hmm. and prune here first. Mm-hmm. So you can't get that thing out your eye uh, out of the other man's eye if you got one of your own. Um, but also in that social setting, you have to be cognitive of the people that are in your circle Mm -hmm. if you are not the (laughs) I'm gonna say it like this don't take advice from anybody that's not living a life that you wouldn't want to live I always tell younger cats if they living a life that you wouldn't want to live don't take advice from them unless they telling you what they did wrong and not to go down that road. That's right. See, now, cause that's different. Right, right. Now, a homeless man can spit some jewels on he you can. If, he can. Uh, and an addict, too. Mm-hmm. If they telling you the real, mm-hmm. they say, hey, don't do this. Right. Don't go down this road. Because right. um, I went mm-hmm. and busted my tires all up, right. you know, tore up my transmission. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I'm walking now, right. you know. Uh, in other words, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm using analogies <laughs> here, <laughs> but don't don't take advice from people that are literally telling you, "Hey, do X, Y, and Z," and they life is tore 
altar pieces. Don't take a relationship advice from people that ain't got nothing but failed everything. That ain't got nobody even looking in their direction. You know what I mean? Or, or, or take advice about raising your kids from folks that they kids hate them. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you ain't even raising your own kid. How you gonna tell me to do mine? Right. You know. Uh, <laughs> people are true. But um. But yeah, pruning man is, and and also in ideas, like you kind of gotta you gotta kind of be the same way with like ideas and thoughts that you have about yourself. Mm-hmm. You gotta prune those away because I don't know why I don't know why because the same stuff that you went through when you were little about the the ugly thing and all that. I had low self esteem as a kid. God knows I'm sexy. But <laughs> but I didn't know that. Right. I had my little peanut head walking around here. I'm like, man, uh only thing I had going for me in my eyes were my eyes. <laughs> oh that's bold eyes. But um but for some reason a lot of times people are down down you for your gift. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. They'll try to make your beauty or your 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 light mm-hmm. be dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? And by doing that, it makes them feel more confident about themselves and more strength or whatever. But you have to take those negative thoughts and prune those away as well. Um, see, any questions that you got? Any ideas or, or things about growth, mental health, uh, positivity that you got? Mm. No, no. I mean, you know, I think. Uh, well, I haven't said everything that yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to say, but however, you know, it comes, um, it comes within time. But you know, it's just my my baby, my baby quote, mm-hmm. the quote that I love the most is, "You gotta heal your past so you won't have a toxic future." And I tell everybody that, and um, I just want to commend you for what you're doing because you know I listen, I see, and I've seen you in um, some of your um stuff that you share right. on Instagram and I'm really proud of you. I appreciate so it. I appreciate I it. I do want to say that. But just keep on just keep growing. And to anyone that is listening, um, keep growing, self evaluation and your perception of yourself is all that matters. Mm. Nothing that nobody can give you or say to you will matter unless you believe in yourself. Right. So just keep pushing and um, loving on yourself and self care. Right. Self-care. In this time, this day and time, we need to take care of ourselves. Right. So spend some time alone. Got a significant other. Spend right. time with them. Right. But most importantly, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to say this too uh, because I, I'm glad you said that. But it made me think about something that happened in church because uh, in church, it seemed like everybody this morning was testifying. You don't have to testify stuff mm-hmm. in the beginning. Um, it seemed like so many people been dealing with like death in the families and um pain and the the main and it, even me. Uh in the last few weeks I had two aunts die. Mm-hmm. Um I don't like going to funerals. <laughs> the underlying message was spend time with those around you mm-hmm. because time ain't promised. So, not only do you look out for yourself, because mm-hmm. like ministry, it says ministry starts in the home. Mm-hmm. So, you got to make sure you, you get your own eyes straight first before you start correcting everybody. Mm-hmm. But don't neglect your family. That's right. uh, because those people out there that you love, mm-hmm. that's going through, and a lot of times folks are going through, and they don't tell nobody. That's right. They, they, they ain't telling nobody they're going through or they hurt. That's right. But you, you love your folks, man. Um, I really wanted to make sure that one's got out there because mental health mm-hmm. is not only about you mm-hmm. and your pain, your depression, your heartache, but it's about those around you because what we all got to realize is ain't nobody going to take care of you. <laughs> ain't nobody going to take care of you to the level of you. That's right. Right? That's right. But Everybody has somebody that loves you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't show that love, mm-hmm. 
is like it don't exist. Right. Well, you know, I'm glad you said that because right now my father is, is facing hospice mm-hmm. and I go every day to try to make sure that he got everything right. that he needs. And whenever those final few days or final few hours come, I plan on, if I have to camp out by his bedside, right. you know, I plan on being there. Right. You know, because he needs to know that he's loved. Absolutely. And, um, you know, my dad had stage four cancer for the last five years. Wow. The doctors gave him up six months finding out they gave him six months to live wow and if the lord's willing april april this year will make six years that my dad has battled stage four cancer he has cancer in his colon his stomach his liver and his lungs oh my goodness and he he's so strong because i know that he's in pain Mm -hmm. but every time he sees me he shows me a different side right that that strong person right 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 and even when I call, I can I know he's laying down, but as soon as he answers the phone, he's you know, it's, it's he's yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. So you know, man, that's 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 very important. You know, loving those because you never know, and it's not always a leaning tree, right? You know, my father is weak, but you know, it's not always a leaning tree that falls. Right, away. you're right. So oh man, stay there as much as I can and do what I can for him. That's it. We gotta love our people, man. Yeah. And we all will be praying for. Him. And praying for comfort, strength, and peace, um, because that's what we need. We need we need more love in this world. We need to get past the hate, the pain, the the strife, and, and grow. And some too. I ain't want to get too long winded. We almost at an hour. <laughs> everybody ain't got to be close to everybody, but we all should be respectful. We should we should all be respectful, be cordial. Um, everybody ain't gonna have everybody as their best friend. Right. I am not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Some people like coffee, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm bold, girl. But uh, <laughs> but no, truth truth be told, we we all we all gotta learn. Uh, let's say even even these haters out here, cause they out there, they right. they listen, right. you know. Some people hating on you doing your great things and seeing you smile mm-hmm. and people hating on your pictures when you when you dressed up girl because you were looking good now uh, i hate <laughs> i missed it um but um there's there's a lot of people that's hating on you but we can't allow the hate to control us right. we got to activate and live in love right. um and you ain't got to waste your love by chasing folks that hate you right. but you don't have to you, you don't have to allow that hate to be your fuel either Keep smiling, keep growing, keep fighting. Um, do you got anything you want to share with the folks as far as uh, ways they can reach out? They can uh, get get connected uh, if you need help, some coaching, uh, or anything that you want to share? Um, I really, everything I do, I do a weekly motivation. Mm-hmm. It's usually on Monday morning, and I, sh- I share it on all my social sites, my Instagram, my um TikTok, my Facebook, I share anything I do um, inspirational throughout the week, I share it. So my Facebook is Luciana, that's L-U-C-I-A-N-E, Barksdale, mm-hmm. and um, my Instagram and TikTok is I4Beauty, it's E-Y-E, the number four, beauty. Okay, okay. So, um, but, and if anybody need any coaching, I'm the life coach that just wants to be here and listen. I don't charge, I just, you know, want to give, um, give back you know god has really blessed me and i don't mind giving back to anybody because mm. everybody needs a listening ear and a shoulder to cry on all right so i'm always there and I, it's confidential you know sometimes i may see myself you know I, I get on a rant every now and then but i gotta remember that they are people that's out there that need me that's looking at me and my growth is helping somebody else grow so i try to do everything i do with a professional in a professional manner okay okay that's what's up. i'm gonna put all these links in the uh description uh also she said that she don't charge y'all so y'all better get on y'all gotta connect gotta like follow uh you better you better get there quick because i'm telling you i'm talking to her now uh she will start charging so you better go ahead and get what you can now get 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 your inside scoop while you can because 
there will be a price tag put on some stuff later on down the road. So get connected ASAP, ASAP, ASAP. Um, she's out here doing this out of the spirit of love, man. And she's a great human being. And I'm not just saying that because she's family. Um, get connected and get that motivation, get that encouragement, get that love. Um, everybody need a big sister. It might be little sister to you. Everybody needs somebody. Get that listening ear. But uh, that's it. Uh, my name is Calvin Williams. Light my way. And this was Miss Lucia Barksdale, Eye for Beauty. Also, Eye Care, Inspiring Change, and Energy Rebuild Empowerment. Right. So get connected. Till next time, we love you. Stay encouraged. Stay positive. Stay prayed up. And remember, cut the noise. Let's have a conversation. Lights out. Chill. <laughs>